Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. What's going on, Switch Leaders? Thanks so much for joining us back here on the Switch Leader Podcast. Uh, My name is Josh Baldwin, and I've been out for a couple of weeks, and I'm so thankful for Caitlin Caffrey, who's been filling in. Everybody loves Caitlin. If you haven't met Caitlin, you really need to. We love you, Caitlin. Hey guys, so I've got an awesome guest joining me today. This guest is one of my very best friends, and I am just so excited to have Carly Simmons with me today. And Carly, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Awesome. So Carly serves in Switch at our campus, and it's she's halfway shaking her head because, like most people, she doesn't love public speaking or being recorded when she's speaking. So we're still thankful she's doing this. Yeah. So, um, hey, so what I'd love, uh, Carly, is if you would take just a minute and share a little bit with us about your life and like maybe how long you've come to Life Church and how long you've been involved in Switch. Sure. So I have been coming to Life Church for eight years now at Northwest OKC, the best campus, if I do say we, so myself. We like, to think so. we like to think so. There's everyone <laughs> else listening is like, uh-uh, but uh, Yeah, fun. no, I love, um, found our, our second home here. I have been serving at Switch for five years now, which is crazy to think about. Time flies. I am a Switch grandma, I feel mm. like, a little bit here. And yeah. I- I love that you're <laughs> stepping into that. Yes, I uh, am a mom, so I have a nine-year-old son. He will be 10 here in a month, and his name is Andy. He marches to the beat of his own drum. That kid, to know him is to love him. He is just so quirky, a confident man. He's everything that I wish I could be sometimes, you know? Andy's, and, Andy Andy doesn't need you to tell him who he is. He knows. Yeah, he I want everyone to know does. that marching to the beat of his own drum, I actually, our kids go to the same school and a video was posted on Facebook a few days ago. And I, I see all these kids playing these different instruments. And I was like, oh, it's cute. And as the camera pans over, I see Andy sitting <laughs> down. And this is indoors, sitting down with his sunglasses on playing the drums. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. It yeah, was awesome. He, I, shared it, I shared it with uh, a lot of people. Yeah, he is. Uh, he not only feels that way, but he will tell you how he feels and mm-hmm. make sure that it is known. Anyways, but yeah, <laughs> I'm super close to my family. Uh, we spend a lot of time together uh, at the lake outside. And yeah, I have a really, really great community here at Northwest. Awesome. And yeah, we do. We have great community and great family. And I know that uh, many of you listening Love that Switch community that you have at your campus as well. It's one of, Serving in Switch is one of those things that you end up getting more than you um, expected. You expected to show up and give a whole bunch. And the more and more you get plugged in, the more that you find yourself going, dang, there was a lot here for me. And, yeah, and we're really blessed to be a part of it. And if right now you're going, man, like I don't, I'm not feeling that. I would, I would challenge you. To, that if you're in a place, this is just kind of like off the cuff. If you're in a place that you're going, I don't, I don't know that I'm feeling that family thing, or I don't know that I'm feeling that I'm getting as much. I would encourage you to maybe even go have a conversation with your youth pastor and say, Hey man, I'm not sure that I found my spot or I'm not sure that I found my community and allow them to help you introduce you to some people because there's a lot of great people you're serving alongside. We're not supposed to do life alone. And I promise you that we're not supposed to do ministry alone. So if you're feeling like you're doing it alone, 
cut that out. Let's let's get some people uh, around <laughs> you. Have it's supposed to be fun, so let's have yeah. fun and do that together. So I'm excited about our conversation that we're going to have today. Whether you've been serving in Switch for one year or one week or ten years, I think that there's something significant for you to take from this conversation. So my hope is that as you listen, you will really ask yourself, "Do I have a next step?" And maybe even more specifically, that you'll ask yourself. Do I have a next step that I need to talk with my youth pastor about? And so just just keep that in mind as we're talking through these things. So Carly is our Switch small groups coach at our campus. And so most of you have a have that type of setup. And so you know what a Switch small groups coach does. But Carly, I'll I'll kind of give you an opportunity to share a little bit, just briefly kind of share what you know, we, we share that title, but what does that mean? Like, what does a switch small groups coach do? Sure. Yeah. So I help lead four small group team leaders who are responsible for leading our small group leaders. And so we have a broken down middle school, high school guys and girls. And so I help lead them with big communication and just make sure they feel like they're prepared for the night. But yeah, that's what my role does. Perfect. And so, you know, like I said, most campuses have that, have that type of a role and it may, may look a little bit different from campus to campus, but I think everybody kind of understands what that looks like. Her job is to support them and make sure that they have everything that they need as they then support and, and kind of be a line of communication for me as well. And so outside of that though, in truth, Carly at our campus does so many more things than than what that title would really have initially entailed. Now, the reason that Carly found herself on our leadership team in the first place um, was because I I saw her, she was leading a small group and we had had conversations over the time that she served. I found out what she, where she worked and what she, what she did at work, what she liked to do. And it became really clear to me that there was probably something else that she could bring to the table in our ministry to be a part of our leadership team that would allow her to use that gifting in a more significant way. And so I asked her to step into um, that coaching role. And that's that's kind of how that began. And so whatever seat you're in right now, there's everybody that's listening. You could be serving on the hospitality team in Switch, or you could be serving, helping with check-in on the welcome team, making sure that kids um, feel welcomed when they arrive and that, that great first impression. Or maybe you are a small group leader or on the cover two team so many different teams that there are to serve in and switch every one of them has to happen we have to have those teams for switch to be a fully functioning ministry that is ready for students when they walk through the doors and so everybody listening i'm wanting you to hear today whatever it is that you're doing please stay planted and please continue to invest yourself in that because it has to happen But what we're going to challenge you to do as you hear us talk is to maybe think outside of the box a little bit. And so, Carly, if you would, on top of the fact that you're a coach, what else do you find yourself involved in and switch? Sure. So some of the other things that I am involved in is communication. So making sure that everybody who walks in the door knows what's expected of them and is ready and prepared to have a successful, fun switch experience each Wednesday. And also I help with planning and executing. So making sure the semester is ready to go and 
And especially if we have any like big events or big nights, we'll help plan and execute that as well. Help out with onboarding and interviews, whether that's for SWERD students or new leaders. And make sure that especially new leaders are plugged in and connected with their respective groups that they're going to be involved with. So, yeah, right. that's right. where it's at. So, so there's there's quite a few different things. And there's actually uh, there's actually quite a few different people that help with many of those same things that Carly's mentioning that find themselves in the strategic planning meetings and different things that we do in Switch that make the experience happen. You mentioned communication. So tell me, how did you find yourself helping with Switch communication? Because leaders that are listening, they're, they're probably going, I didn't know that that was like a spot. Like, I didn't know that that was like a serving role. That wasn't on the paper during my orientation. So like, what does that mean? And how did you find yourself in that spot? Sure. Communication. I'm laughing because I am a, I don't know, OCD, maybe slightly control freak. You could label it a lot of different things, but I found found myself walking into the switch experience feeling underprepared and kind of like we're shooting from the hip a little bit and maybe even we were just to clarify real quick we were shooting it was the only way that i knew how to shoot so okay go ahead yeah and i would say that it was uncomfortable for me i am For all of my Myers-Briggs people, I am a J, so I like some structure and some organization there. And just, I am also an internal processor. And so I like to have time to think about things that are going to require a lot of energy from me and pouring into people for this, like for what the content that we're talking about, I hold like for really high value. And so I wanted to do it really, really well. And I found myself walking in every single Wednesday not feeling prepared. And I didn't know if that was just something that was normal. And as the weeks went on, I, it was, (laughs) and I just realized like, okay, this is something that I hold in really, really high regard, high value. It's important to me. And I'm guessing that there are other people who feel the same way and that I could own that and potentially add value in the ministry in that way. And add value to you, you know, like I know that you're juggling so much. And if there is something that I can help lead up and take something off your plate and do it well, then that's what I wanted to do. So absolutely. So for humor's sake, I'm going to tell you how that actually came, how how that conversation actually happened. It was very (laughs) brief. Carly, she was already one of my coaches. So she was already in a, in a leadership role, but she walked up to me on a Wednesday night. She, I I remember where we were because I was like, oh, dang. So she walked up and she said, Hey, I think I could help you with switch communication. And I was like, my, my immediate response, I remember my immediate response was, I think you can too. That sounds great. And what's funny is there, everybody listening, you know what that meant. What that mean, what that meant was bless his heart. He needs help. Okay. So that's what that meant. But, but she did, she walked up and she said, Hey, I'm, I'm actually, this is something that I do at work. And it's something that I feel like I'm gifted in and I, I enjoy doing. And it's something I think that I could help 
the ministry if if you would like for me if you'd like right and and i was man i was so i remember being so excited about that because it was an area i needed help in it was not an area that i thrived in and it was also not an area i thought about giving away to someone at the time it wasn't something that i thought about going hey i need to find somebody that could that could be great at this and so Carly now for years has continued to help us with that, making sure we're on the same page. And by we, I mean, also like everyone in switch, but she definitely our leadership team. So all of our coaches that are part of those strategic planning meetings and stuff like that, she's the one sending out texts saying, Hey, this is what come, what's coming up. These are the things that we need to be thinking about. She's the one, she's one of a couple, but she's the main one that's taking notes in those meetings that are very organized and keeping us all looped in and making sure that we're headed in the right direction. I'm on those Myers-Briggs. I'm a P. Okay. So I'm, it actually, I, I do enjoy organization. I'm just not good at it. And so <laughs> as a result, all the people on my leadership team actually are J's. They're, they're very organized people and like for things to like to have that organ organization and, and strategy involved. And it has helped our ministry so much. And sometimes people hear that and they go, oh, you know, like it's not all about strategy and planning. It's about relationships. Trust me, when you have a plan and a strategy, you may, you're able to have time for intentional relationships. And so yep. that's something that we've gotten to do. Now, that's also, just like one gonna, of the things. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go I'm going to argue that like if you have a strategic plan, that it frees you up to have the ability to execute the fun relational things without the burden of planning last minute you get yep. to do it without the strings attached and like and you get to do it so much better because you've already gotten all the nitty-gritty details that sometimes are boring but are fun for you know some people out of the way and it gives 100%. you more equity and margin <laughs> to do that on an excellent scale Right. So for, and, and I'll just say this real quick, for those of you that are small group leaders, Hey, implement some strategy and planning and it'll change the game for you. So yeah. as a small group leader, implement some strategy and planning and going, if, if I want to hang out with my students outside of switch three times this semester, like we want to do like a cookout or something, or we want to do, get it on the calendar and make it happen. Okay. But, but moving on, I, the reason I bring that up is like I said, that is just one of many things that you find yourself involved in. I could have had a bunch of different people on here that involve themselves in many different things. Yeah. And I say that because I, I want to, I want to, I want people to recognize that, that there, it takes so many people to involve themselves in switch for it to really happen. Right. The way that, that life church is set up, that, that our church runs, there is one youth pastor and maybe two youth pastors at every campus. The majority have one youth pastor. Okay. So imagine running a small church, which is what Switch is. There are on a given Wednesday night, a couple hundred, 100 to 200, some even bigger students and 50 to 100 uh, leaders. And so imagine that and it just all falling on one person. It doesn't work that way because that one person doesn't have every gift and every strength. They need to be surrounded by people who can complete the package. And so the only way for it to be done in a way that would honor God the greatest and to be the most effective is for us to make sure that the body of Christ is coming together that have all of those gifts and bringing them to the table. 
And so as a youth pastor, I have a different perspective. And the reason I'm having you here and I want you to answer this is because you're a switch leader. You work a full-time job outside of here. You have the same perspective as those as anyone else would have that serves in switch. And I want you to kind of help help answer this question, having the perspective that you have. And I, I know I can speak for other youth pastors. Want for people to be open with the giftings that they have. I want them to be open-handed with what God has given, given them to be willing to pour that out into our ministry. Now, I can't say what that gifting is, all right? I, I could give you a simple example and be like, hey, some of you are probably DJs and you haven't told us what's wrong with you, okay? So that, <laughs> yeah. would, be, that would be like an easy one. But, but there's some where it's like, some of you are just so organized or some of you run a business and, and you're just such a great strategic planner or some of you are great at hosting people and making them feel what, there could be so many different things. But if I'm wanting to help pull that out of people and help them to go, okay, yeah, there are this, there is this set list of things that we, that roles that we have in Switch. But it sounds like based on what Josh and Carly are saying, there could be more. And so if that's the case, then how would you speak to those leaders to help them understand when the time is right or like what that could even look like? Yeah, I would, first of all, the way that I would present it is just be really curious. So I think that a lot of times mm. we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to say, in order for me to contribute at this level, then that means that I need to come up with great new innovations or strategies or ideas. And that's not what we're saying. Like, I would argue that being curious means that you understand what's happening in the ministry day in and day out. And that starts with like having eyes to see, right? Like observing, asking questions. If something doesn't make sense to you, then ask somebody. And if somebody doesn't have an answer for that question, there's an opportunity that that's probably a gap. And if yep. it's another thing can is- I, Can I pause you real quick? Sure. I just want to be clear on this. You said be curious, not be critical, right? Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Like, I just wanted to make sure I heard because <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think, I think that's so great because, because I think the way you said it, I actually haven't thought of it that way before. We don't want, we don't need people to be critical. Like we don't need right. you like just looking for bad stuff and then right. telling us all the bad stuff. We do. We need you to be curious, look, yeah. helping with, you know, find solutions. So yeah, Sorry. no. Well, I mean, there's probably there's possible that something that you're confused about, maybe there is some, a process or something in place, and th we're just going to clear that up for you and help answer that question. But it's right. very possible that even if you're seeing it week in and week out, and you're not understanding a piece um, of the experience or an opportunity with what you're walking through, that it, it's a gap and. I also think like I walk in each and every week empowered knowing that I have the equity and that this is my ministry. It's not just mm -hmm. like my youth pastor's ministry. I know that when I walk in that this is valuable to me and that my voice matters. And I know that every youth pastor would say the same thing for every single volunteer that Absolutely. is involved in switch. And so I want everybody to know that they have that margin, that equity in the ministry and that you get what you're putting into it. Right. Like right. the, 
what you're wanting to see out of switch, if you're seeing something week in and week out, it maybe that's where God has you planted there because you have the skill set. And it also comes with some self-evaluation there, right? Like, you know what yes. you do day in and day out. You know what your job is. You know where your strengths are. Uh, what do you do every single day that you you excel at and it comes natural to you? Sometimes I think we focus so much on our weaknesses and where we need to improve and we spend less time focusing on our strengths and how we can capitalize on that. And why not continue to grow in who we are as a person in the ministry that we're involved in by capitalizing on those strengths? Yep. I, I love that. And I think, gosh, this, I mean, just saying to be curious and then taking that and saying, it's it's almost like be curious and understand that not only are you allowed to have that curiosity and not, not only do we want for you in switch to have that curiosity, but to also add the empowerment to that and understand you're an empowered leader. And so we, we don't just want, but we need for you to help continue to improve things because we're trying to reach students for the kingdom. It's yeah. a really important thing. And so it's not, um, it's not something that is, that's like, well, yeah, let's just, maybe we could make it a little better and it'll be a little, that's not, no, no. Like we need it to be effective and intentional. And if you have a gifting, we want to see it put to work. And so Carly, you mentioned, if you notice that something's like, ah, oh, man, that was kind of clunky. And maybe you notice it was kind of clunky again. And then again, it doesn't mean that you find yourself in a place to be critical. If you find yourself talking to other leaders about something that is clunky, you're being critical. If you find some find yourself talking to your youth pastor or to a coach about something that you've recognized that's clunky and said, hey, so I noticed this, is there any way that I can help? Or, hey, I noticed this and I actually have an idea on how I could help. That's being curious and that's being empowered and that makes the ministry better. Every, almost every new idea and thing that we have done at our campus over the years has not come from me. It has come from switch leaders with fresh eyes that have that have stepped into our ministry and gone, man, this seems like this is missing, or it seems like this doesn't feel as welcoming as it needs, because I don't have those same fresh eyes, right? I, I I'm in the role that I've been, I'm in. I've been in that role for a long time, and so I have a lot of valuable experience, but I don't have the fresh eyes that I, that we need. We need other people to help us to to go. Hey, man, if you see something, we're all on the same team, so let's make this thing happen. And so, so our hope truly is that as a switch leader, you feel, you feel that thing, like Carly said, this isn't just his ministry or her ministry, or this isn't just the church's ministry. This is my ministry. Like I, I have a leader on my back. I'm a pastor to students. I serve in a ministry where I have a platform and that matters. And I serve here because I was trusted to serve here. And so I need to step into that. And so whatever it may be for you. If you're a, gosh, I swear, if I find out there's another DJ out there that hasn't told us about it, <laughs> if I find out that there's another party planner who hasn't told us that has like done that stuff for years and, and is like, hey, for real, like you could be helping us um, put together some really great stuff. Like we could be doing these leader nights, vision nights better than we're currently doing. Is that what you're telling me? And you didn't, you didn't say anything to me? Hey, shout out to Noelle Lundy, who is now at Edmond campus and used to be at my campus until she <laughs> left me. And it's fine. I'm not bitter, but. Anyways, if you have questions, if any of you listening, you're like, man, I have questions about how, how that might, what that might mean, or how I have an idea for switch. And I just would love to put this out there. Do us a favor and email it to us at switch at life.church. 
So you can send any questions or ideas or feedback even that you have to switch at life.church. We'd love to hear it. Carly, as we wrap up, is there any like closing words or any final words that you'd like to share with our team? Well, I would just say, first of all, that I'm incredibly grateful for each and every person that stepped in to their calling here at Switch. We know that you you have your own personal why for the reason you stepped into this ministry, and we're thankful for your obedience in that. And what I would challenge you on is when you're stepping into this role, you have an opportunity to make it even better in the sense that we are going to reach more students. And that's our mission here. Every single student who walks in that door is going to have their life impacted and changed because of your contribution. And then on the flip side of that, God is going to grow you and stretch you. And it is an incredible opportunity for you and your your mind and your skills to be renewed just the ability to contribute on a, a new level, you'll look back like I have over five years and said, holy crap, I had no idea what God had in store. I yeah. am insanely grateful for just the opportunity to be a part of it. And so I just want you to not miss out on that opportunity. Yep. I love it. Don't, don't be fearful of coming, of coming forward when you feel like God's put something on your heart or when you feel like you see something. Know that not everything that you come forward with is going to be put into action. It's not like yeah. every single idea that comes forward is the right idea. Sometimes things are in place, you know, for a reason. But if we don't bring them to the table, if we're not stepping in, trying to bring our giftings to the table, then we leave them on the bench and that's not where we want them to be. Hey, as always, thank you guys so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.